Welcome to Spread-Led Life with HMI. Stay tuned for an anointed word by Pastor Dion Hockey. We hope this session builds your faith. Enjoy. Good day and welcome back to Healing Ministries International. Thank you for choosing to pick to watch our program today. And we are so happy that you have tuned in. And we are pray that you are super blessed by the word that is going to be given today. I'm Pastor Stephen Hockey. And we will be continuing our series on why miracles. And it's going to be a great one. So please don't go away and listen to the powerful word of God. I want to open up in prayer and Let's see what the Holy Spirit has in store for us today. Thank you, Father, for this wonderful time in the presence of the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that you are going to touch lives, change lives, and set people free this day in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, that people will never be the same again. And, Lord, that people will be equipped. People get ready on fire and expectant to go out, and not just to go out, but to do more for the kingdom of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Happy to be with you again, as I said. And we will be continuing on what we started speaking on last week, the importance, or should I say, why miracles? Why should we operate in miracle signs and wonders in the modern day, in the modern day and age? Because a lot of a lot of you might have heard that even some ministers say that uh, in the ministry of God, that type of uh, ministry ended with the disciples and a lot of stuff. So when people come for healing, when people come for deliverance, the pastors say, no, we don't do that here. We don't do that in our church, uh, which is very sad uh, that that still actually happens today. But I'm going to be showing you out of the word uh, why we should be flowing in supernatural uh, wonders and miracles, and it should be a part of our ministry, your ministry, not just uh, some fairy tales we speak about or anything like that. No, it, it, Jesus is alive and he's alive today. And let me tell you, to in order to fully demonstrate the gospel of Jesus Christ, you must have the power to prove it. You must prove that he is alive. Amen. Last week we spoke about, just a quick recap, we spoke about the first way on why miracles and the first way was that uh, that expectancy for miracles releases glory into the atmosphere and then things start to change and God starts to move. But you can always go listen to that again. It is on our website where you can also go and uh, purchase this entire series or if you become a partner, you can go listen to it for free. Amen. Uh, so why miracles? Number two, miracles reveal to us the heart of the Father. Or his nature, shall I say. So it, it, it shows us who he really is. Because that is what Jesus did. Jesus came to show us who the Father is. If you didn't know that, we can see this in Hebrews 1 verse 3. And I want to read from the Passion Translation. This is so beautiful. I love it in the New King James as well. But the Passion just explains it in next level to me. So Hebrews 1 verse 3 the sun, speaking about Jesus, the sun is the dazzling radiance of God's splendor. Wow. The sun is the dazzling radiance of God's splendor. The exact expression of God's true nature, his mirror image. Jesus Christ is the exact expression, the mirror image of God the Father. 
Now, how did, what did the disciples say? The disciples asked Jesus, and they, were, they said to Jesus, Can, show us the Father. And then Jesus told them, don't you know, haven't you seen me long enough that when you look at me, don't you know that when you see me that you see the Father? Don't you know me, that you, when you know me, get to know me, that you get to know the Father? And I'm just paraphrasing there, but that is how it is. That when we look at the life of Jesus, we can understand the real heart and nature of God. The, uh, how He is, how, how He wants us to live out this walk, how, uh, how He wants to actually touch people and change lives. We, last week we spoke about the man when, when Jesus prayed for him on the Sabbath day and Jesus said, stretch out your withered hand. And He stretched out His hand and God healed him on the Sabbath. The Pharisees were angry about it. They were all upset about it. But Jesus is willing to go the extra mile to get people touched, to get people saved, to get people people just uh, full of the glory of God. Now, if Jesus has that attitude, such an expression of the heart of the Father, then we should do that as well. That we are, no matter what, we're going after souls, even if it's going to break some traditions, if I can say it like that. We want to get people saved. So that is the heart. That is the nature of God, to start seeing that people start doing what the Word of God says. But how? what does the Word of God say? Say, let, let's look at Second Corinthians 5 verse 20. Second Corinthians 5 verse 20. And let's see what, what Paul says about this. Second Corinthians 5 20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. Another word for ambassador is representatives. So we are, if I can say it like this, we are ambassadors or representatives of Christ. What does that mean? That when I go out, that when the world looks at me, I am representing Jesus. Now, if, if people look at my life and the way I walk, the things I do, am I representing him or am I representing the world? Which, which side are you on? And what do the people see when they look at your life? Because if I'm reflecting or representing Jesus, that means indirectly I'm also representing the Father the same way Jesus did because Jesus was the mirror image of the Father. If I'm trying to live out this life where I'm representing, re-representing, shall I say, uh, Christ, then what is happening now, I am a mirror image of the Father as well. And people can see God's nature by the very lifestyle that we live. Because if people are getting healed, I'm representing the willing heart of the Father to heal. If, if people are getting uh, uh, delivered, we are, we are representing that heart of God. Now he continues, he says, As though God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. So he said, draw to the Lord, be reconciled to God and be the ambassador, be the representative of Christ that you were called to be a Christian. You were, we are all called to represent the heart of the Father to the world. And I, I, I truly believe that one of the greatest lack in the world today was a, uh, a neglect of the church to represent the true heart and nature of the Father. If we if we lived out this lifestyle that le proved and showed the life of Jesus Christ, the, the church would have been in a much better situation than it is uh, you know, today that, that we are facing. 
we have to remember, are we representing Jesus Christ the way we should? Because through flowing through signs, wonders and miracles, we are truly showing off the nature and the willingness and the heart of God to the lost people out there. Matthew 8 verse 2 and 3 says, And behold, a leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him. I love that. Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. Immediately he was healed. And look at that. Jesus put out his hand and touched him and said, I'm willing. How many churches put out their hands and say, Stop. We don't do that here. <laughs> that is not the same putting out the hand that Jesus did. Jesus put out his hand. He touched and he healed and he delivered where we see a lot of churches put out their hands and say, Stop. No, we don't do that here when we should be putting out our hands to, to touch and to see and to, and to do the things that Jesus called us to do. Amen. We have to start doing this. John 10 verse 37 to 38. Uh, Jesus says, If I do... if." I do not do the works of my Father. Do not believe me. Wow. If I do not do the works of my Father, do not believe me. But if I do, though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and believe that the Father is in me and I in him. How do we know that the Father is in us? How do we know that that, uh, people are going to get changed by our lives? Well, Believe the works that happen through us because Christ is in us. For the very works that we also do, believe that we are Christians, believe that we are saved, baptized by the Holy Spirit to operate in the signs, wonders, and miracles that Jesus operated so that we can fully represent Christ to the world, represent Jesus to the world. Jesus was willing and immediately stretched out his hand to heal. Jesus did signs, wonders, and miracles to prove who he was. Now we should also be willing to heal. We should also be willing to do and operate the, in the works, the miracles, the signs and wonders to prove to the world out there that we are the church and we are truly representing the heart of the Father. This is His will. His will is to heal and His will is to restore. His will is not to push away and disregard and not care about the people out there. But the heart of the Father is willing to do this so we need to be willing james 2 verse 18 says but someone will say you have faith and i have works but he says show me your faith without your works and i will show you my faith by my works hallelujah how do we prove who we are how do we prove our faith it's by flowing in the miracles signs and wonders it's how we prove who we are to the lost and dying world out there so it's important do not listen to any form of theology that says we do not work in signs wonders and miracles that is a lie jesus called us he says you will do greater works than these because i go to my father every christian is called to flow in in the miraculous in the supernatural to prove to the lost and dying world out there that jesus christ is alive and he's still willing and he's still here ready to heal the sick to cast out demons to raise the dead to bless people in every area of their lives amen and amen
Number three, the third reason why we should flow in, in signs, wonders, and miracles, it's because it proves to the lost and dying world out there that Jesus is alive. So what does it do? It's a tool to win people to Jesus. It's a tool to win the lost soul and bring them into the kingdom of God. Without miracle signs and wonders, we cannot ever fully demonstrate the gospel of Jesus Christ. John 2 verse 11, which we read last week, says, This beginning of signs Jesus did in Cana of Galilee and manifested his glory and his disciples believed in him. By performing the miracle where he turned the water into wine, his first miracle, it, what happened? It caused his disciples to believe in him. It got them saved. It got them hooked into Jesus. And that is what, what happens. If, if there are no miracles that are taking place, we're not getting people to get their eyes focused on Jesus. Luke 5 verse 8, we see this amazing encounter where, where Jesus... Um, he meets Peter for the first time and he, Jesus is standing on the, on the sh uh, seashore and he's looking at Peter and he's seeing them struggle and all Jesus says is cast your net on the other side. After uh, just struggling the whole evening to catch fish, not catching anything, broken men, tired, <laughs> upset, Jesus says, cast your net on the other side. And they, they obey the stranger on the sea. They cast their net on the other side. Jesus performs another miracle. The, the catch is so great with the miracle. And I want you to catch it. The catch is so great that um, look what happened. In uh, Luke 5 verse 8, we see, When Simon Peter saw it, when he witnessed the miracle, when he saw Jesus, he fell down. So we know he jumped out of the water. He ran. Uh, he was swimming. Then he ran to Jesus. He fell in front of Jesus by his knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. By Jesus not preaching to Peter, by not doing anything, by the very miracle that Jesus performed, it caused Peter to be convicted of his very sins and he felt in front of Jesus and he says, Lord, depart from me for I am a sinful man. When people are exposed to the supernatural power of God, they are exposed to their or convicted of their very sinful nature without even a word being said. You would say, Stephen, but how does that work? Now, if you can imagine a, a, a sinner sitting in a church service or wherever uh, you might be, now you can imagine they're sitting, um, and say a pastor calls someone to the front, uh, say deaf ears are opened, a miracle takes place. What happens in a split second, this is what happens to the sinner that is sitting in the pews. Within a moment... He is brought from a state of denying the supernatural, always being against the things of God. In a moment, he is brought into the reality of the supernatural. And in, in an instant, he understands, well, <laughs> if this is real, if that man just got healed, a woman just got healed, that means God is real. And by th that very thing that happened a miracle taking place they are automatically convicted of their sins why because if god is real if that is real and if god is real that means heaven and hell are real and in a moment they are convicted in a moment the holy spirit is knocking on their door and is telling them 
everything that you've been de denying, everything that you thought wasn't real, in a moment in time, it, they are faced with the reality of supernatural and God is real to them. Even That's why you'll find many times that you're either they're going to get up and run away because they're convicted of their sins, they feel so guilty and they cannot confront that situation, they cannot handle that situation, so they run out the door or... They will sit and they'll continue listening and eventually they'll give their hearts to Jesus because people got, um, a miracle happened, people got healed and then people get saved because of that. Hallelujah. So it is a tool to get people saved because in an instant, God reveals himself to them and that he's no longer a God that is far away, but he is right there in front of them. Heaven and hell is real. Their sin is real. Everything is real. And they can give their hearts to Jesus. And that's why you'll find many times in services when the supernatural starts taking place, you'll find that the pastor will do an altar call and you'll find that a lot more people will get saved by just a demonstration of the word of God because they now know like, Lord, this, this is all real, and I'm coming to you, and I'm giving my heart to you. Look what Paul said in 1 Thessalonians 1 verse 5. 1 Thessalonians 1 verse 5 says, For our gospel did not come to you in word only. Huh. Our gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power and in the Holy Spirit and in much assurance, as you know what kind of men we were among you for your sake. So Paul said, well, we did not just come with the word, but we also came with power and the Holy Spirit to demonstrate the word, to prove that the gospel that is being taught is real. So every time Paul, wherever he went, he was preaching, but he was also laying hands on the sick. He was preaching, but there was also power. There were the Holy Spirit. The gifts were operating because it is necessary to be able to prove that the gospel of Jesus Christ is real and alive. And I'm going to keep saying that it's real and alive even until today. And we cannot stop it in the church because a church that stops the move from God, a church that stops miracle signs and wonders has a lack of hope in the church because Jesus Christ is a hope, is the hope of the world. And when we take him out of the equation, when we take the miracles out of the equation, it is a tool taken away, taken lost. And people are not being being uh, exposed to the supernatural and people do not in a moment uh, in time they are not you know realizing that god heaven and hell and everything about it is real because all the other people in the in the churches that do not operate sit in church week after week week after week it is just the word it is just logos it's just the dead word and all they do is they sit and they never actually come to the realization that God is alive still today and that He is still healing people, setting people free, delivering people even in the year 2021. And we know that the comes of the Lord is closer. He's coming again. And we know that we have to start operating more in the supernatural. We know the need is great out there. I mean, it's, it's been locked down for more than a year already. And we know that people are in dire straits. People are struggling. People are in need of a touch of heaven so that we can understand when, when we uh, flow in the supernatural that it is heaven coming 
coming down, touching earth so that lives can be changed, people can be equipped for the work of the ministry, and we'll have more effective people that will not move to the left or to the right. They'll stay on the path because they know heaven and hell is real. It's not just some story that I've been taught when I was a young child, but it is a, a, a revelation of Jesus Christ and the word and the gospel that I'm, I'm running with. It can be proven with uh, the signs and wonders and miracles following today. Remember, we as the church, we do not run after signs, wonders, and miracles, but they are running after us. Wherever we go, signs should be following us. Signs should be following you. Healing should be following you. Blessings should be following you. But we do not chase after them. But because we preach the Word of God, because we're doing everything that He has called us to do, these things follow us automatically, and God is glorified through the Son, every single time a blessing happens, a miracle happens, and or a sign is revealed to the wor- world. Amen. Remember that. Now I want to touch on another topic, which is also a miracle, which is actually a, a, a gift of the Holy Spirit, and it is the speaking of tongues. Uh, 1 Corinthians 14 verse 22, we see, therefore tongues are a, for a sign. They are for a sign, not to those who believe, but to the unbelievers. But prophesying is not for the unbelievers, but for those who believe. And now you're saying, okay, what, Stephen, why speak about why speak about uh, speaking in tongues? Well, it's simple because it's a miracle. <laughs> I don't know about you, but speaking a language that I don't know what I'm saying, but God knows I'm speaking directly to the Lord is a miracle. We were speaking, and God is revealing uh, destiny to us. He is edifying the church. He's, he's doing a lot of things when we speak in tongues. But the s- tongues are a sign for the unbeliever. Now, a lot of churches take away the speaking of tongues. They, they, they get rid of speaking in tongues because they say it makes people feel uncomfortable. Uh, the sinners feel uncomfortable who come into the church. Of course they're feeling uncomfortable when they're coming to the church and they hear tongues because they are convicted of their very sins when tongues are being spoken. When tongues are being spoken, the supernatural is brought uh, just just like bam in their face. There is a supernatural and they are convicted of their very sins by the very words we speak, by speaking in tongues. The same that happened with Peter. A miracle took place and he was convicted of his sins and you know what happened. And that is why people feel uncomfortable when tongues are being spoken. They are not for the believer, but for the unbeliever. So it is a sign for them. What is a sign? A sign is just something that points to Jesus. If we, if you can see an exit sign, if that points, you know, that is mounted over a door, it's just there. The sign is is just a sign. It says exit. If you go through the door, then you will exit. But the sign isn't the sign. The sign is actually just pointing to the greater reality that is beyond the door. Exit if you want to go through the door to the greater reality that is outside. What is a sign? Tongues is a sign. What is tongues is speaking, yes, but it, it, it is greater than that because tongues point to the greater reality of Jesus Christ. It points to Him. When 
signs are taken out of the church, when tongues are taken out of the church, no longer are there demonstrations or anything pointing to Jesus. So we are taking more and more things out of the church and more things are pointing towards us and less things are pointing towards Him because we don't want people to feel uncomfortable. We want them to feel comfortable so we get rid of a lot of things in the church services. When we, we need is we need people to be exposed to the supernatural power of God so they can be convicted of their sins so that they can give their hearts to Jesus, change their circumstances, repent and come to the Lord and be saved. Hallelujah. I hope you guys are getting this word and you're you're understanding and grasping the seriousness of miracles still operating in the church today. It is a sign wonders and miracles it is important for us to operate in all these things now i want to i want to pray for you for those of you that through even through the preaching of the word that maybe you say well Stephen, even while you were preaching i was convicted of my sins and i want to give my heart to jesus i want to i want to experience this jesus that you are speaking about i want to flow in the supernatural wonder power of god to get people saved as well well Yes, you can do it, and but you need to be saved first. Now, if you want to pray after me, you can give your heart to Jesus right now. Say with me, Heavenly Father, today I stand before you a sinner, and I confess all of my sins to you. Jesus, I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you are the Son of God. I believe that you died on the cross for my sins. I believe that you rose again on that third day. And I believe that you are now seated at the right hand of the Father. Jesus, I ask you to please wash all my sins away. And please come and live in my heart. Jesus, from today, I am no longer a child of the world, but I am a child of you. Father, thank you for saving me. Thank you that I will no longer go to hell, but I will go to heaven. And thank you, Lord Jesus, that my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. If you prayed that prayer, you've just given your heart to Jesus. The world has just opened to you. And I know that the Lord is going to use a lot of you watching this program. You just have to be expectant and ready for the Lord just to use you, to work through you. Because it's, it's, it's not just something uh, that you are going to sit back and then all of a sudden things are going to happen. No, you have to be expectant. You have to be hungry to be used by God. And I'm telling you now, you can go pray for the sick. You can go do a lot of these things and you can go operate and represent this Jesus that I was speaking about this entire day. If you would like to follow us on uh, Facebook, you can please do that. Just search Dion Hockey and you, fo- you can follow us. A lot of times we go live, uh, during, especially in this lockdown, we are live and you can go check us out and watch the sermons. We're preaching a lot of things and wonderful uh, things that the Lord have, has revealed to us. Many times we have healing nights where you can also tune in and receive a healing as well. And then also we have podcasts where you can go listen to our podcast podcast search a spirit led life with uh, hmi and you can just go listen we have a lot of sermons on there that you can enjoy and then also on our website uh, at dionhockey.org you can please 
go check it out there's so much on the website for you to enjoy podcasts and sermons please go visit it and next week we will be back again as we continue the series of why miracles we pray you have a wonderful day god bless you bye-bye you can make a difference by partnering with us a ministry with a heart for the lost you can sow or partner by visiting our website dionhockey.org You will also receive exclusive content from the ministry as a thank you from Pastor Dion Hockey. Remember to subscribe and follow our social media pages for updates, sermons and more information about the ministry. Thank you for listening and see you next time.